listener production. Coffee for one, through your headphones whenever you feel like it. Even in the afternoon or after dinner. Say it again, it keeps me awake. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. There's a couple of people out there where sometimes you just got to say, stop being good. (laughs) You're making us all look bad. I'm sick of it. Okay? Yeah. Who who are Um, you putting into that category? Well, I mean, you know, Hamish Blake is one of the top ones on the list. He's always doing good stuff. Logie. Yeah. Very nice. And, you know, makes these incredible cakes that just make, you know, the dismal store-bought number that I'm... (laughs) (laughs) I tell you what, like, at home, if Dad bought home that $6 mud, I was a happy happy man. (laughs) Didn't mind a $6 muddy. Oh, it's incredible. I absolutely love watching those clips whenever Hamish goes on the big uh, the big cake adventures. But, jeez, he makes us normal dads look bad. <laughs> um, and then joining that to the list, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, no. What's The Rock done now? Well, he's donated, apparently, a seven-figure sum to the Screen Actors Guild in America to put in a fund for actors that are struggling during the strike. Oh, good on you, So Wayne. just the tens of millions of dollars, if you don't mind. Or wait, no, seven, six million, no, six feet would be millions. in the millions, wouldn't it? Yeah, so just the millions, <laughs> but anyways. What a loser now, just the millions. I heard there's a couple of people who won't be going to the Logies because, um, you know, that, that would be deemed as crossing the picket line. As in, oh, they always trundle someone out. Like, I remember Matt LeBlanc coming one time. Joey from Friends rocking up. There's always some random American actor at the Logies. So yeah, they're not getting anyone now. Some some Australians won't be turning up because they're part of the Actors Guild as well. Damn, well, maybe that does mean that um, Bron can make it in even if, well, that's if there's it. a it's few like, name tags you know, that won't Matt be used. Matt LeBlanc's blank ticket might be able to... Uh, Matt LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> Matt and LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows? But hey, look, we have a massive show for you today. We might as well just dive right into it, huh? I think so. Let's do it. I'm Alex, that's Matt, and this is All Day Breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Do you know what one of my, I remember my most profound shower thoughts was? Alex Dyson. Shower thoughts being thoughts one has in the warm, steamy surrounds and great Mm. thinking conditions. Of a hot shower. Mm. Is th- the thing was, I thought, I realized, the modern Olympics will be the ancient Olympics one day. <laughs> Do you know what that's, I mean? That's pretty and good. Vice, did, you write, did you write that in the... I um, tweeted it. Yeah, it got quite a, it got a, quite a little bit of love. But um, Did you put but, it on the subreddit, shower nah, thoughts? No, I never post on Reddit. I barely, barely open it. But um, I just, it was one of those things where I was like, in the, the, the ancient Olympics would have thought that what they were doing was quite modern mm. and vice versa. You know, and everyone... New discus. Yep. Well, everyone... This is the thing about history. Everyone in every point of history has been glad to be alive when they are because mm. they are living <laughs> in the... Yes, yes. In the, in the most been, modern of times. Well, there's been certain, um, I would say, uh, ostracized, if not worse subsections of people who go would have been better to hang out there's at a been time. some rough patches yes but as far as technology goes and medicine and everything like that everyone's always living in the, at the peak of the technological advances well say that to the egyptians they were pretty they were pretty on it they made some pretty pretty cool things i know but i mean we talked about nosegays the other day you know little little bouquets that you wear under your nose to stop the smell of open sewerage. 
<laughs> the stench. In- yeah, the stench. And instead of them walking around going, geez. What's that you got? St- oh, it's it's pretty modern. It is some <laughs> smelly herbs to put under my nose, tied with well, string. Well, that's it. They would have thought that they were lucky. <laughs> that's the iPhone of the 1700s. <laughs> they would have thought they were lucky. They would have been walking around going, could you imagine life before nose gaze? <laughs> this place would have stunk. And instead it smells like camphor and rosemary. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like everyone, like when they were drilling holes in people's heads to mm. alleviate them of like their delusions or whatever, mm. back in the old days, people would have been like, how amazing is it that we've yeah. discovered this? <laughs> Wasn't there, is there a thing like they said, like for hysterical women, they gave cocaine and vibrators or something yes, like that? Apparently. I don't know. I feel like we've gone backwards in time, <laughs> to be honest. Maybe we've lost touch. I reckon, no, because remember, okay, you know, like in the tube, like the when they first invented the tube. The London and, tube, underground. Yeah, and yeah. they were still running on like steam engines, coal burning engines. Oh, and the, yeah, in a, in a confined space. <laughs> yeah, I know. And people would have been like choking on black smog. It was like <laughs> hot boxing smog. It was literally seeping up through the vents of the city, just like yeah. people choking. And everyone still would have been like, how good is the tube? <laughs> like we're dying. Yeah. But how good is this for convenience? I always find it funny when my dad talked about being in the smoking and non-smoking sections of an airplane. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's just the seat behind you, is the <laughs> Is non is smoking. The smoke, the smoke <laughs> goes wafting back. Oh, sorry. Is this non-smoking? Sorry, I'll go the other way. Oh, I didn't realize that I wasn't allowed here. So what do you reckon is going to be in our world right now that people are just going to be like, did you just, I can't believe they just did that. Well, right now it's looking back at articles from about 1915, that kind of time saying carbon dioxide is warming the atmosphere. <laughs> You look back and go, yeah, it's been, we've known about it for a hundred years. What the hell were you thinking? Look at this. <laughs> just having cars spew yeah. smoke into like, just you, into our faces. The sun's just there. <laughs> you, you had the technology, just use that. Vaping probably will be up there. <laughs> yeah. Although it's to be fair, thing, yeah. people have been smoking for so long. I don't know if it's suddenly going to disappear. Mm. Um, chemotherapy, I reckon is going to be up there. If they find the thing that doesn't involve injecting radiation into you, yeah. Exactly. And people, are they just going to be like, I can't believe that they thought that literally poisoning people was the way to do it, you mm. know? But that was all we, that's all we've got. So that's what we're doing. You know what could potentially wiping your bum with paper? <laughs> just. Yeah, that probably. Grabbing some dry paper <laughs> and just smearing. That could, could be outdated in a while. It does feel a little bit silly, doesn't it? I mean, in Japan, they're doing it much better. Mm, oh, my oh, gosh, yeah. the pinpoint precision. I've talked about it before, but I was shocked by how accurate it was. <laughs> Honestly, I couldn't believe it. Nothing but net. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's a real Robin Hood, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> bullseye. I was just like, does it, is there someone aiming that down there? Like, what is going on? We got a Australian <laughs> trap shooter, Michael Diamond, down there. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Well, you know where I think we sort of reached the future and then retreated? Velcro on shoes. I mean, why Why didn't we just all stick with that? Why did we go <laughs> back really to laces? really good question. It was like, whoosh, whoosh, that's it. 
It, that sh- it should have been reserved for adults. Hey, like we, we, yeah, why do we give it to the kids? <laughs> cause they, cause they need it, but like we need it too. Why, did, why can't we have the Velcro? I know the amount of times I've, I race myself to try and do up my shoelaces while I'm going down the escalator. You're fumbling do it over in time. like a peasant. <laughs> we need, away we go. I mean, back to the future knew exactly what was going on. The laces are out. Money will probably, cash will be one of those things. People will say, sorry, you walked around with little bits of paper with numbers on it. Yeah, no, that, that dude in the dirty tracksuit pants pulled it out of his pocket and gave it across the <laughs> counter to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what'd you give him for that? Oh, a computer. <laughs> and look, we did the call out. What things that feel modern right now do you reckon we'll, uh, we'll look back on and go, geez, that was ancient. MK said, apparently, people aren't doing Jaeger bombs anymore. <laughs> Jaeger bombs oh, did no. feel modern for a bit. <laughs> what, dropping the glass in the... In the other drink, what? <laughs> or when they like line them up and there's like a row of them, you just hit one end like a domino and that, all the Yeah, that the was a thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's so gone. MK is probably that that person at the pub. Hey, we should do a Jaeger bomb I got by asked themselves. To, I got asked to come into Republic the other day. You've got, have you got Jaegermeister? I'm like, soz. <laughs> Man, they're coming back. Could be. Glenn said podcasts are going to feel ancient soon. Well, what's going what's gonna to replace podcasts, do you reckon? Probably just like the matrix uploading something to your brain and it just like, it's in like that. It's just in your head. Like you, you basically remember listening to a whole hour long podcast, but you didn't actually listen to it. Something like that. Yeah. Or like some people listen to podcasts on like 1.3 speed. Maybe we should talk like we're doing a podcast on 1.3 speed. Do you think we should um, do the rest of the podcast looking like we're on 1.3 speed? <laughs> Chloe said smartphones. Matt, are you're not trying agents. to do the podcast at 1.3 speed. Can you do 1.3 <laughs> please? Matt. We want to see what it would sound like. And then maybe if you're doing that, you could put, actually put us on 1.3 speed and that would sound like it was going really, really fast then. Chloe says uh, smartphones are going to be feeling like engine really soon. <laughs> oh, I don't want to do this. All right. Angus said filling up at a petrol station. Uh, but no, in all seriousness. Or maybe we could talk slow and then make people speed up so it sounds normal. That would be All right, cool. listen. Hey, hey, hey. What, would, what, what is going to replace smartphones? Um... Because smartphones essentially replaced the book and the newspaper. And the camera. So like, like, I, there's a photo of a smartphone in front of all the things that it does, and it's like the encyclopedia, and it's like the video camera, and it's that's the regular true. camera, and it's the... Will it be a watch then, or, or will it be like a contact lens, do you reckon, that we'll get just put on our eyes on, when we're four years old, <laughs> and we can just see and read things whenever we want to see them? Augmented reality, for sure. And we just, like, think, call Matt O'Kine. And, and goes, then it happens. And then just it's just in your brain saying... The caller has incoming brain restrictions. <laughs> <laughs> Gretel Colleen's in your head still. <laughs> yeah, Gretel Colleen used to be the voice of that Telstra thing. Did she? I knew she was the voice of the trains in Sydney. I'm pretty sure that she was the, um, your call could not be connected. Wow. Um, now I've got to double check that. Oh, also, apparently it says here, Gretel Colleen is not the voice of the Sydney trains, despite rumours. Ah, well, there you go. That's probably my fault. So probably the same rumours that said that she was the voice of of the uh, phones. (laughs) Um, Yeah, filling up at a petrol station is definitely, I was thinking about petrol stations in general. They're going to, because, because you don't need a petrol station anymore. Yeah. There's no need for it. Get the solar panels on your roof. Yeah, charge, charge your home. car in your garage or in like the bottom of a shopping center like they do nowadays. So they're, they're just going to be, where else am I going to get two Gatorades for $7? <laughs> that's that's going to feel very, very ancient. A Kit Kat and a bottle of water for 6 by where? 
Kyle said, people serving you at the drive-thru. True. They won't have the, like, the 15-year-old with a headset as if they're at the front of a, you know, Pilates class. <laughs> what are they going to have then? Just a touch screen. Oh, it'll just come out. Yeah, like a machine for sure. Yeah, just like, because I was at Sushi Train yesterday and a little robot dropped over some, you know, fish balls to That's someone on the table next to that. me. Actually, can, I, can we just pivot quickly? I had an idea for like a concept restaurant. Oh, yeah. You sure you want to give it away? A concept pop-up. Mm. Well, if you want to do it, fine, you can do it. Just bring me in. That's all I'm asking. Where instead of, instead of the food moving around in like a circle, like the seats, you sit on a seat, like you're on the train and you go from, <laughs> you go from the first course to the second course. Like you just dab the nap napkin on your mouth and you put it down and then the train goes and you move to the next piece of food, which is already sitting there on the table for you. In Alex's train, the food chooses you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the seat chews you as in a choo-choo train. Anyway, that's just a little idea for you. Um, Mila said, TV remotes, everything will be voice activated or something. Oh, my God, that would be so good. And I think people are going that way now with, like, Siri's and Alexa's and Google's. And I was thinking you'd never lose the remote, but then I thought, but what if you lose your voice? Oh, and you need to turn on the TV because there's, a, like, an emergency warning and something's happening. You're like, yeah. Hey, Siri, shouldn't have gone out last night. Oh, no. Um, Ella says... Keys. Keys yep. will be replaced by swipe cards, microchips, or face recognition. Yeah, I mean, you do feel like a jangling old prison warden when you got the keys these days, hey? Just oh, rattling the up. keys to the kingdom. I was thinking of making a cull. I was, because I've got a key to get into my garage, right? Mm. For the door. But there's also the like button that opens where the car's going, like the, the actual garage door. I'm like, I reckon I cull this little this little golden door key and just go walk down the ramp <laughs> from now yeah, on. Yeah, well, walk every to, time. To, yeah, just to cull my dungeon keys. Yeah, I hear Well, look, thank you for getting in touch with us on that, Matt and Alex, about all the modern things that will feel ancient soon. Um, we love hearing from you, so always keep in touch with us. And thank you very much for not getting in our inbox and saying Matt and Alex, because uh, <laughs> occasionally we feel very ancient, particularly when Sarah, our 16-year-old uh, correspondent, comes on. There are two types of people in this world, Matthew, um, at least according to TikTok, who have recently been saying there's a certain type of person who has an innate core ability, much like being able to tell the difference between up and down, tell the difference between left and right at the mm. drop of a hat. It's just in there. It's part of your being. And then sure. the other part who every time they have to hold the L up and go, <laughs> All right, that's an... That's left. L means left. I'm going that way. Well, um, what do you I, think um, about this? Are you are you one of the two types? I mean, I I just know immediately. I can feel it. You say left, I just my whole body, left side of my body tingles. <laughs> um, spider senses directions. You know, has that always been yeah. the case though? I I mean, like I had growing to up learn when you were little, it. I remember yeah. learning at some stage having to learn the L thing. But ever since then, I kind of just remembered it. I, I feel like now it's an eight. But there was certainly a time when you're learning where you have to go, okay, that's left. You get told this is left. That's, you know, right. Definitely. And it takes a while for it to become innate. So you're not born with it in the same way that I think you're born with up and down, mainly because there's gravity. Yeah, you know, exactly. If there's not a left gravity that you're always pulling you that way so you know that way is left, 
So I don't Although know what these I don't know what these TikTok say, people are saying. If you if like if you say to Sophia, she's only four years old, but if you mm. say, you know, raise your left hand, she'll she'll she understands, she mm-hmm. can do it. Mm-hmm. There's no L's or right. She just knows that that's her left hand. Whereas I had a friend who was well into their twenties and probably still needs to do it to this day, where if you ask them what's left or what's right, mm. they have to click their fingers because they can't click with their left hand. <laughs> So, so it's not even saying, I, I can't click with that hand. It's that way. It's let me click them both to see which yeah. one doesn't work. Yeah. And they'll, I'll just know. Go, they'll just take a guess. Like you go like, oh. which one's your left hand? And then they'll raise one. And if they can click, they go, it's the other one. What about <laughs> the one they can't I click, write like, with that this one. one? Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, someone who has her face planted directly into her left hand is producer Bron. Although does she know it's her left hand? I don't know, Bron. You're the you're a you're a tester. Well now I'm embarrassed if Sophia knows and I don't. <laughs> oh no, Bron. What happened? Did you discover this on TikTok? Yeah, I discovered it on TikTok and then Steve, my husband, was like, yeah, like, oh, it's so easy, whatever. He goes, but I know you like put your hands left like to see the L shape or not. You still have to do that. When I'm driving, sometimes I'll just <laughs> be concerned a little bit. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. You're driving along and it's like, in 200 metres, turn left. What do you do? I have to really think and then hands on the wheel. like. Oh, you put the L, the L heads up on the wheel. Oh, wow. Like, what, is, what is it that you you can't remember about it? I just, if you told me right now, go left or right, I'd have to really think about it. Mm. I wouldn't just go the, the right way mm. or left way. <laughs> have you, is, there, is this anything? Cause like, I don't have any idea about, um, like, I don't know the full intricacies of, mm. of dyslexia or anything like that, but is it, do you have any trouble with reading or, or you know, the ordering of letters? Um, no, I've always been bad at math, but I think mm. that's just a separate issue. Okay, yeah. So okay. Let's say Bron, you are convicted of murder. Mm-hmm. Let's, for the sake of the argument, say wrongly convicted. Or <laughs> rightly. Or leftly. Um, <laughs> no, but let's say you're convicted of murder. Okay, you're in the courtroom. It's very serious, mm-hmm. you know. The judge brings you in. They take off your handcuffs and you sit down because you're about to defend yourself on the stand. The judge says to you, raise your right hand and repeat after me. In this situation, mm-hmm. the victim's family is in the, in the booth. Do you sort of go, look down at the left and right and go, ha, ha, ha. okay, I will. <laughs> I can do it discreetly now. People <laughs> oh, <don't... laughs> great. How are you doing it discreetly? Just like below the waist kind of thing. I just, You're just like, looking. pretend to put my hands. I can even in my head just be like, okay, put your hands up. <laughs> I hope you've never oh. like, I hope you've never, you know how you say like put your, put an L to your forehead to call someone a loser? Yeah. I hope you haven't done that the wrong way before. Oh, yeah. And then they're like, wrong hand, you're the loser. <laughs> because it can't be the left hand because it's mirrored. Yeah, that's the complicated thing. Because when you're looking at the L to turn left, you're looking at the, the back of your hand. Yeah. When you put it up to your head to call someone a loser, they're looking at the front of your hand. So you've got to do the opposite L Ooh. to call someone else a loser. Has this ever gotten you in trouble, Bron, like this left and right business? No, but I really remember like my first, one of my first driving lessons without my parents like with an actual instructor, and I was just not g- having a good one. I was really struggling with the left and right, and that, and that was yeah. 
That was hard. One, this is like completely separate, but I like, I was so stressed out. I didn't go around the roundabout. I just went straight. They said turn right at the roundabout. And I was too stressed about the left and right. (laughs) (laughs) Just cut through. Thank God no cars were there. You went, what do you mean you just cut through? Like, I didn't go around the roundabout. I went over the roundabout. No, I went to the right, but where c- incoming cars oh, could come. So it's a oh, turn no. right. Instead of turning right on the third exit, yeah, no. you turned right. I was too stressed about the left and right. Oh, I forgot to go around the roundabout. Oh, my gosh. That. I don't know. He should have been paid double. He was. I was having a really rough day of it. <laughs> so, I guess a right turn in a roundabout, you have to do that little left to start with before you start turning the circle. It was all too much. Well, listen, Bron, despite what your um, hands might say, you're all right by us. <laughs> Thank you. Now it's time for... Yes, that's right. This is a segment where I attempt to blow your mind with a mind-blowing fact that I have learned across the week. And this week, since we are so thickly in the spirit of the Women's World Cup, I thought I'd have a little football factoroonie for you. Oh, some football facts. There'd be plenty of them. Stats, interesting uh, pieces of information that you can you can bust out. You've, seen, you've been watching many of the games? Seen a couple uh, going past uh, the Fed Square live activation fair bit. So there's all heaps of stuff going on there. A bunch of Belinda's friends were planning on seeing the Barbie movie mm. tonight, mm. Um, only to discover that Australia versus Nigeria was playing just next door to the theatre. So I had to do the big cancel on that. That's a big reschedge. Yeah. We do not want to be competing against the uh, World Cup crowds down at Suncorp Stadium. But hey, look. The fact that I thought I should share today comes thanks to uh, one listener, Jeff Gall, okay, who passed on a video from someone called at Dougie Sharp. Now I've since verified this fact with Britannica.com. Very good. So you didn't even you didn't even bother opening the dusty pages of the encyclopedia yourself? No, no, I didn't pop in the Encarta 95 CD and go a rummaging. Yeah, CD I uh, no, I just did a little bit of a Google, and it comes to the Saying of it now, most people tend to think that the word soccer is an Americanism in that it's always been called football in the UK and it's only Americans and Australians that call it soccer. And of course, UK people really don't like this term. Okay, It's football, mate. Football. Particularly because, I mean, they do have a point. It is the, the sport played most with the feet. Well, that's it. Okay. So. Here's, here's what happened, right? Originally, it was it was called football. So the fact is about the origins of the word soccer. Yes. Okay. Originally, it was called football, okay? But the Football Association set up some rules for the game. So then it became known as association football, okay? But at the same time, a very popular kind of football was emerging in England thanks to an English boarding school, okay, called the rugby boarding school. So the boarding school was called rugby. Yes. Oh. So 
rugby, rugby school, okay? It was a t- it's a type of football that wasn't played with the feet at all. You pass with the hands. <laughs> and it was. It would started in rugby, and then therefore it became the rugby football. Okay, now, here's where the soccer thing came out. To distinguish between the two, some students at the University of Oxford in the 1880s started calling rugby football, rugger, and association football, a soccer. Okay, as in A-S-S-O-C-C-E-R. A, as in association. Yeah, asso- yeah asos. Asos. So rugger so and a, a soccer. Asos, which is, if you just see it written, you're like, what is that, a sock? Yeah, so then it became shortened to soccer. Okay, so just soccer. Mm-hmm. All right, so soccer became the name for it in Great Britain, but... Then people reverted, okay? Then they decided, no, no, we're calling it football. And then rugby football became just rugby. Mm. Now, in America, another type of football called gridiron football had emerged. And so to differentiate gridiron football with association football, they kept the soccer phrasing. Mm. And so now some people in the world call it soccer. Others call it football. Mind blown. Blown away. Phew. Nicely done, Matt O'Kine. A very timely fact as well. We also enjoy getting facts from your good self. Uh, so feel free to hit us up. Not only on Alex on Instagram, we post a lot of stuff, but you can also uh, write in the little box at, at, on the front page of mattandalex.com.au. This week's mind-blowing fact comes from Dylan. Hey, Matt and Alex. My mind-blowing fact is Oprah Winfrey's first name was a spelling mistake. It was actually supposed to be Orpa, O-R-P-A-H. But they kept it on a birth certificate. No. Seriously? Oh, my gosh. O-R-P-A- I didn't know Orpa, that. But someone put the P in front of the R. Okay, so here it says that the name Orpah is a woman mentioned in the book of Ruth in the Hebrew Bible. Wow. So it must be a, a fairly well-known name. Um, and, yeah, wow, the, the spelling mistake. <laughs> That'll be the most valuable spelling mistake of all time. That's a billion-dollar spelling. Typo. (laughs) Going on there. Typopera. (laughs) Amazing stuff. Well, thank you very much, Dylan. That is very mind-blowing. We love to hear it, and we love you listening to All Day Breakfast. But, alas, all good things must come to an end, and we're going to wrap up this bad boy. Thank you for listening to another Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. We sincerely hope we get to see you same time, same place tomorrow. Until then, bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.